Hi, I'm Ant. I'm Phoebe. And this is Creator Generation. I want to be authentically myself. That's kind of the way I thought about it. It was like, I know if I'm showing my face and my name is public and whatnot, uh, especially at the time, I'm going to hold back a bit. Whereas I knew if I was like completely anonymous, I could just do what I wanted and I would not have to face judgment in real life. This week on the podcast, we are chatting to Ghost Gum a creator who's only been on YouTube for about 18 months and he has had a meteoric rise hitting just under 300,000 subscribers and almost 30 million views in that very short period of time. And we find out all about his creative process and how he has been so successful so quickly. All right, let's get into it. All right, we're back with another episode of Creative Generation this week, joined by Ghost Gum with a big reveal. His real name is Ghost. You got me. <laughs> You've doxed me. Yeah, totally doxed you. Um, you like that? Um, and maybe it's a great intro. To just... <laughs> it's good. And um, you can probably save me with a better intro. Like, what's your jam? Who, who are you? Maybe without the reveal as well, because we will reveal if we reveal later. <laughs> who are you? What do you do? What's your jam? Um, I'm Ghost Gum. I, uh, I make YouTube videos about, uh, it's always hard to explain to people, mm. but I would say like internet culture kind of documentaries, I guess, is the, the way I would describe it. Um, but yeah, I've had people describe me in different ways, uh, particularly kind of focusing on different social medias. Like lately, it's been a lot of Reddit stuff, but plan to switch that up a bit and a little bit in the future. So yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. yeah. I think that's accurate. Mm. Yeah, you tell like stories about like his things yeah. that have happened on the internet yeah it's educational like, internet famous people yeah <laughs> you use an educational very loosely <laughs> there <laughs> i was learning some interesting things about john cena this morning watching your channel <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's an interesting fella what got you into doing that though yeah it, it was a really bizarre thing when i first started it was during the pandemic and uh it kind of started out of a the idea of like, well, when this is over, what am I going to have to show for it kind of thing? And I was like, yeah. you know, I, I don't have an excuse now. I've made ex- I, it was always something I wanted to do. And I don't I have, ex- you know, I don't have an excuse now. I had excuses in the past, so I may as well do it. And like um, it started with me just making like little short memes, like 10 second memes, um, which they're all privated now because um, they're <laughs> terrible. But <laughs> it started with those. Um, just kind of teaching myself how to edit because I had no idea what I was doing. And it was uh, in uh, just some really old like version of Final Cut I was editing. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I started doing that. And then one day I was like, you know, I should put my voice in this, see how it goes. Because, you know, I don't think I'm, I want to just make memes. I want to see, you know, how it goes putting my voice in this. Yeah. And uh, I recorded like a test upload of just like nothing, just like testing it out. And then I put it back into my computer and listened to it. And I was like... I hate this. Like, I hate the way I sound. I'm never doing this again. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, after a while, you're just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to, you know, hate the sound of my voice for the time being. Uh, and that goes away after a while. And then um, it was just like uh, I, I wanted to do like Internet culture in particular. And it was like very niche when I started, uh, like just very kind of like I did one about this weird album that I think is still on the channel. Um, it's just stuff like that. And um, from there, it kind of. I made a video about Reddit mods and like the kind of things that go behind the, on behind the scenes there. And that video was like, you know, my first, not break, but it was the first one I saw that got like, you know, over 200 views or whatever at yeah. the time. And then uh, from there, it was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. 
And then I would say January 2021 was when I uh, I first had I went from like a thousand subscribers to like thirty eight thousand or something wow. in that month. Yeah, and that was um, kind of where I was like, okay, I want to take this more seriously and take you know actually try and yeah. you know not just treat this like a hobby. Although to some extent, I think I still do, but like <laughs> treat this as somewhat professionally, you know. Yeah, wow. And was there something you decided to start doing differently at that turning point? Did you change your strategy? Did you kind of knuckle down and hit the books? Or what was your... Yeah, well, kind of. I was working at a coffee shop at the time, and I was a full-time university student. So I was, like, quite busy. Like, uh, it was, like, you know, 40 hours a week at the coffee shop. And then while being a student, it was online school at the time because of the pandemic. But, like, um, and I think after I got the first, like paycheck from YouTube. It wasn't much. It was like probably similar to what I was earning at my coffee shop job. Um, I was like, okay, I want to just try this now. Cause yeah. it, you know, it's not like I was quitting like a law firm, even though my parents kind of <laughs> at the time were like, well, hang on. Like, you know, this is a pretty good barista job, but, um, they, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did, I, uh, once I got that first paycheck, I was like, okay, now is a good yeah. time to really and then you know quitting that coffee shop job because working at a coffee shop sucks it's like you get up at like 5 a.m and you have to you know you finish we finished by like four so i'd work you know eight maybe eight to nine hours per day and then just crash when you get home it's like yeah yeah, I'm, i'm gonna get home and work on youtube videos and then you know, I would do my schoolwork and just be dead and yeah, like, you know, and have to do it again tomorrow. So quitting that definitely gave me like freed me up and was able, I was able to put more effort into the videos in terms of like the researching, mm-hmm. uh, I could make them longer. I could improve the editing. And like, that was kind of my strategy. I think when I went, um, when I went full time or I guess full time, when I was just doing that as a job, it was like trying to one up myself every video, whether that was you know, a new style of writing or that another thing was every video was like, I'm going to try something to learn something new with editing. And to some extent, I still kind of do that. But, yeah, really. you know, after a while, it's like, you know, it does get a bit difficult. But yeah, that, that's kind of how it um, started. And then wow. just kind of the snowball kept rolling. And it, it, it's where it is now, which is, you know, I'm very happy with where it is now. Definitely. Well, it's you know, we've got to pause and celebrate as well like yeah you know like if you yeah. look at your channel you start your, your channel Absolutely. started i'm jumping on there i don't have this off the top of my head but you know like not many channels have started in like end of may 2020 right and we are yep. yeah the start of october yeah. 2022 so less than two years wow. and you are you know like today probably maybe but by, by the end of the week you'll probably cross over three hundred thousand subs and wow. probably get you're getting hope so. and you're getting super close to like 30 million views right like that's amazing that meteoric that is insane right like it's people huge. Don't, like you probably like i was at uh at vid summit last last week in la and like there'd be a bunch of people in the crowd there if you told them like oh yeah i just I, you yeah. know i did that they'd be like they'd probably cry because they've been hustling at it for like eight nine ten years and, and ho- honing their craft <laughs> So like like do you like were you a student of 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 YouTube and and like where did you mm-hmm. like you know, I know you sort of started with ten second memes and sort of building the reps and and, and yeah um, but were you a student of it and were you thinking about it going oh this is what they're doing this mm-hmm. is what good creators do mm-hmm. what, what makes a good video because just uh, before you answer yeah. that because just so everyone knows. Like what you're studying at college has nothing to do with media and video. Like I don't know if you want to reveal <laughs> no. that, but just like I know that. No, I can. Yeah, we talked about I, that. I, so yeah, I was just like, yeah, just so people know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 
I can uh, talk about that. I was uh, studying environmental science and urban planning. So like nothing, not even close to classic um, meme internet culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you could forget. Yeah. 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 That's how I learned YouTube. No, um, actually, I, I think I've got a, I've got a hot one before. That's, that's actually what internet historian studied as well. Just, um, to say, you know, really, yeah. It's, it's, wow, that's really that's oh, weird. Dang, that's crazy. Not, yeah, yeah. No, um, I believe you. You really got me. I mean, I mean, maybe it is. Who? No one. He's such an elusive guy. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, um, when I've been watching YouTube since I was like maybe eight years old, like you know, like early, early YouTube, like uh, you know, watching like smosh and like uh you know like okay smosh was a little after that but still like just like really early youtube and i, I thought it was so funny and like yeah. um i think over the years it was like something that was kind of a constant where you know not watching the same things but like constantly watching new videos and stuff mm -hmm. like that and then i think maybe i was doing things and didn't realize like i was like you know, doing these kind of things subconsciously and seeing what worked and what didn't. Yeah, and right. I was kind of aware of them from watching them for a while. But I think for me, it was like, once I really got into like the YouTube kind of community and like started meeting other people yeah. um, who were doing the same thing, I think that's when I, I would say my content went from being like, you know, it went from being raw and, you know, whatever to being more polished and more, you know, cause you can talk to other people and yeah. understand like what works for them. Um, even just like watching other people's videos, like your yeah. friends' videos and like seeing what works and stuff like that. Um, and listening to these like, uh, bigger, uh, creators talk about, um, what has worked for them. Like, I, I think this might've been on your guys' show where I heard speaking of internet historian, mm -hmm. where he talked about, uh, the catalog and having a consistent catalog that people can go back and watch mm -hmm. all of your videos and they remain somewhat consistent with each other. And like, um, they can kind of build on that. Whereas as opposed to having like one video that is a, you know, a vlog, one video that is an essay, one's, a, yes. you know, um, people are way more likely to kind of, I think, be hesitant and looking at something yeah. like that because they want a certain style of thing from you. Yeah. Um, and so, so that was a big part of it for me was trying to make each video consistent, but at the same time, each making each video better, especially when I was starting out, like trying to improve it in some one way or another, whether I was successful or not. I think yeah. it's just like the attempt in trying to improve yourself every time is like so valuable. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people notice, I think people do notice over time, like videos from, you know, you can watch my videos from a year ago and I think yeah. they're in, in my opinion, they suck <laughs> compared to the ones I'm putting out now, you know? So <laughs> I think it's like constantly trying to make yourself better and trying different things. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And like, uh, I, I've recently kind of developed a, a, a writing strategy um, that I got from the guys uh, who created South Park. And they talked wow. about this and they said, when you're telling a story and giving a narrative, if you ever use the word then, the word, you know, we're saying yeah. this happened, then this happened. He said, you've done it wrong. <laughs> you restart. So the best way to do it is use the words um, uh, therefore and but. So this happened, therefore this happened, but this happens, yeah. therefore this happens. And I think if you can, I've started using that and telling stories and yeah. it, it's like night and day, how much more engaging, especially if you're talking about comedic subjects, yeah. it's night and day, how much, you know, 
more flow the story has and how uh, because a lot of things can feel very forced when you're just yeah. telling them in a chronological order but yeah. if you can set it up in a way that can you know tell a story like that i think that that's been huge for me recently okay that's cool. crazy and i'm absolutely about to steal that and start using it my mind is ticking because i know what you mean like i make travel content but sometimes we're going from place to place i'm like we went here then we went here then we went here and i get you it feels so boring i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna try absolutely. using it I'll yeah. it back <laughs> <laughs> definitely do it yeah, where yeah. did you hear that like i know you, you like but like where like is there like is there like a video mm. or is there something like this is like where are you finding all this information like that that sort of yeah it was from a youtube group chat like i was kind of mentioning before one of my oh. friends uh vince vintage who makes amazing stuff he sent that, um, and it was, uh, yeah, Matt Stone and Trey Parker giving a lecture at some university in like 2005 or so. It was a really old lecture, but I, I watched it's a, It's like a quick two minute clip and, um, I, I'll see if I can find it and send it to you guys, but it, it was just like really, um, just, yeah, it's so simple. It's, yeah. it's just like so simple the way they put it up and they would say they would have actual like uh, whiteboards, you know, with different columns and being like, okay, this happens. And then therefore this is going to happen, but because this happened, this happens mm -hmm. therefore, you know, and you, and it, the sort, and you can just yeah. go on. They said they would go on for, they'd write multiple episodes of South park like that. And they said, wow. that's why I think the writing of the show is so smart. And so like, mm. um, you know, so timeless, you know, like you can go back and watch an episode from over 20 years ago or 20 years ago, whatever. And it still holds up, yeah. you know, it still has, has aged very well. So I think. Yeah, that, that's something that's helped me a lot in terms of writing, for sure. And I think writing is one of the most important parts of the whole process is like, you can have the best story ever, but yeah. if you can't tell it in a compelling way, then, you know, kind of what's the point? Yeah. yeah what is your process? How yeah. do you decide what you want to create next? And what is your process for developing each episode and what goes into it? And I mean, so much work putting, putting together all the clips to match the story. How does it unfold? <laughs> Um, it's very much, um, I do go through kind of, uh, blocks where I, I can't think of good video ideas and, yeah. um, but fortunately what I'll do is if I'm having something where I, I you know, I just have a bunch of ideas, I'll just write them all down, okay. write a very brief synopsis of them and then come back to it later and be like, could this make a good video or no, maybe not. I won't make this into one. Um, so yeah. And then some of them, um, I would say like the most. Uh, I did one on Brendan Schaub recently, and that was like one where I was just obsessed with this like <laughs> culture of, of things around him and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And there's a whole community that kind of orbits him. And I got very <laughs> obsessed with it. And I was like, I have to make this the best kind of, you know, the, the most, comp uh, what do you call it? Comprehensive yeah. guide on him. And I think that was very exciting to work on. And then other ones where it's like, I don't have necessarily the source material or, you know, stuff like that. Those can be a little more challenging. It's like, it's interesting. I'm like, I'm keen to hear if we can, like, you know, you said like meeting other creators was really valuable. Like mm -hmm. that, like, how did you like in building that, like that community was where you really learned a lot, but how did you find them? Because there's, that can't be that easy. You can't just sort of like, yo, Hey, I want to be like you guys. I really like your stuff. Let's be Can friends. Can you share some of your intel? Like, yeah. Or is that what you did? Yeah. I, I literally, I think I got on, uh, I got on Twitter, which is unfortunate because that seems like the best way to network with people is being on Twitter. But um, yeah, like getting on Twitter and then uh, kind of just following people who, you know, kind of knew who I was and just 
DMing people and just, you know, maybe some stuff is, that's kind of embarrassing now. Uh, or maybe funny looking back on hindsight. I think we've got to, you know, we want this this podcast to be as valuable as possible to people, to creators. Yeah. I yeah. Just, like, Why? I can tell you. Like, you know, you're embarrassed by it, but you've opened the door to me. And I'm not letting that go. <laughs> Okay, well, well, yeah, yeah, well, an example was I DM'd uh, Kudos, who's it's so weird now because he lives like you know, he's like one of my good friends now. But I DM'd him at the time, being like, hey man, like I really like your video, you know, just being like, you know, I I find like being very normal is better than trying to like match the energy in someone's video because I've had that with me before, people DM me just like ridiculous stuff and i'm like i like i don't know what to do with this but um yeah w- with that it was like um uh, you know i feel like just treating them like human beings a lot of the time and then um i got added to like some discord group chat and then it was like okay every time they're having like a group call or something like that even if it's like 1 a.m i'm gonna join and just try and talk to people and try and be somewhat social and it can be tricky i think like uh you know especially with like these people who maybe you've watched before or kind of like they're you know bigger than you um it can be kind of nerve-wracking yeah, but then intimidating you know yeah definitely but i i think me as like someone who's interacted with people who are smaller than me i, I think most big creators don't care yeah. like mm-hmm. that's how i feel it's like it doesn't make a difference to me as long as like someone's nice and someone yeah. or you know if they have valuable input i don't think it matters what size they are if they've seen some sort of success you know um absolutely and so definitely, and I think for me, that was like, um, the biggest one was like, I went to VidCon or like fake VidCon. It was supposed to be VidCon, <laughs> but it didn't happen. I went to it in, uh, October and that was like, you know, it, it was great just being out, go, getting out there and like meeting people in real life and just kind of having normal interactions with them. Um, but at the same time, I think there's something to be said about like having that online community that you can interact with and, you know, different YouTubers or different people who work in, you know, social media, but at the same time, having people who don't do that in your regular life as well. Yeah. Because I found like some, some of my friends who are like, you know, I have a friend who's a copywriter and, you know, he j- can just help me go over scripts and go over things because, yeah. you know, his job is so like everything, you know, everything has to be cut. Everything has to be changed. Um, and so that was like a huge help having that, um, having someone be able to do that. So I yeah. think it's like having a good balance, having people to influence you in one way, but having people to kind of ground you in another way. I think that's a, yeah. a good balance I found with, for myself, at least. No, I think that's good advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the fake, the fake VidCon thing, it's not, I mean, VidCon happened. You just didn't go. is it more, <laughs> right? Like it was on. Well, yeah. So well, this was knows, the year it was right? the pandemic. Yeah. No, this is the year's the pandemic. Oh, so it was okay. going to happen and they canceled it, but we'd already all bought yeah. our tickets to LA so we were like, oh, okay, we'll just go and hang out. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But we did, I, I did go to this past VidCon, the actual one, um, <laughs> which was, uh, again, very fun, very good uh, for networking and stuff like that and meeting people and just like um, sharing ideas, but also just making connections with people you would never have met, you know, through one reason or another, whether you have different styles of content, different audiences or, or whatever. I think just like, you know, and, and I think uh, another big thing for me is like looking at different um, styles of content or people who make completely different content and seeing yeah. what makes that good. Um, yeah. So, for example, there was like a baseball channel, which 
you know, I I think this, you know, you, I, I've shown this channel to people who don't even watch baseball and they <laughs> say these videos are really good. And I say, like, what makes this yeah. video good? It's like, okay, he has this really snappy intro. He tells the story like this. The editing here is really good. So I think being able to take influence from things outside of your sphere, because, um, like, obviously there are people in, I would consider kind of in my sphere that do things really well and I can learn a lot from them. But at the same time, like trying to separate yourself from them in one way or another, um, whether that's, you know, pulling from even like TV shows, like the, the South Park thing I told you about pulling from that or like pulling from creators who make uh, like travel content and whatnot. Like why, why is this video so good? Like, because I think yeah. some things are just kind of universal. Like some things are, whether they, some things are, you know, apply to certain genres and whatnot. But I think, you know, yeah, whatever it may be like storytelling, like uh, someone going on a trip and, you know, showing that in this way, I think could be very valuable to you if you're telling a story about whatever, yeah. you know? Oh, I, Absolutely. I tell, like I've actually, like, we were hanging out at, like what, about a month ago now in, in Toronto and you, you were talking, we were yeah. talking about like some of those really horrible creators and they like the, you know, the, the, the that take like young impressionable men and, and like boys and they like, and you were like, yeah, you you know, you watch it out of like curiosity and like, oh, that's what they do really well. And like you had like a really interesting understanding of what different channels in all like you were like, this is horrible content, but you can see why people get sucked into it. And then also you're Definitely. like talking about the baseball channel and all this other different, totally like disparate, different um, types of content. But you like, like it, it's fascinating how you look at them all and you're like yeah this is what they do well and i can apply that or i've learned that story this or the hook that or um mm -hmm. and like i tell other people like that you're there doing this because it's like i i think that's the gold standard for for like creating something that's going to be yeah unique because if like i was, yeah. you know, I was at a unnamed conference last week for, for this story i won't name it but um like a lot of the example creators and the examples of what to do were all from the exact same vertical essentially doing the same type of thing and like it yeah right. it could be they could be indistinguishable from the from each other right like it, you put all their thumbnails together you could have exchanged the talent for the videos and you'd be like yeah it's it's mm. like it's all great watchable stuff for a particular audience but if some like new kid comes along and does that there's no way they can be like up mm. against the 25 30 plus million subscriber um uh, channel yeah. at doing that you just mm. you won't win and then it's like how about Absolutely. be a student of everything and then find what you can do yeah. unique it's it's bad like it's, it's yeah. Well, I think tough, yeah, yeah. When, when thinking cool. about that, yeah, de definitely. Like when I started, like to mention him again, Internet Historian was like such a big inspiration for me, and I would say I was like ripping him off definitely at the beginning, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, maybe you know. But like I, I think the way I look at that is like, okay, why would someone watch my video when they could watch his video? And like you could say yeah. that about anything, like whether it's like a gaming channel or uh, you know whatever yeah. a sports channel. Um, if they're just kind of going with all the trends and, you know, just doing what the the people who are big in the space are doing, like, why yeah. would a new viewer come to watch your channel when they can watch this other channel who they know has like a reputation to them? They are guaranteed yeah. quality with it. And in all likelihood, if you're ripping them off, their video is probably more entertaining and better than <laughs> yours, right? Like, probably, not always, but, um, and, and that's how I felt. I was like, I kind of had to realize that myself. Yeah. I was like... 
okay, why would someone watch my video versus a, you know, someone who is bigger than me and is and kind of mm -hmm. has the same audience. And I think, um, that was like definitely something that helped me, yeah. I think, grow and improve, uh, after, uh, over time. Like, what is the answer to that for you? Or, or what, why would they, what, what did you come up with? Uh, what you were just got to make yourself unique and I think stand out and, mm -hmm. and whatever, with whatever that is, whether that's the topics you're choosing, um, the style you're presenting it in or the, you know, the way it's written, whatever it may be. Yeah. I think if you can do something that not necessarily no one's done before, because I think that's a bit unrealistic, but like some, you know, that someone else has done maybe, or someone else hasn't done in your space and try and make yourself stand out. And I think yeah. that's kind of a big ask for people who are maybe smaller creators who are just starting. Mm -hmm. I think because a lot of the time you can take from your influences, which I think is fine. I think mm -hmm. drawing from multiple, the more influences you can draw from the better, I, I guess I'll put it like that. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. It's, it's um, because if you're just being Great influenced advice. by one person, I think you're going to be just kind of a copy or very similar yeah. to that. But if you can pull from different things, you'll, somehow over time end up in your own style in your own lane yeah. i think and it will totally. be kind of unique to you and then maybe you'll have people ripping you off which <laughs> will be nice maybe then you've made it you've made it kid <laughs> just have people <laughs> stealing your style yeah, yeah. You know you've made it when everyone's copying you but that's kind of true like I, I, there's a few like main major trends that i remember like casey neistat like i, I don't know like you mm -hmm. like ghost you would have been in the right age too like it was a stage where like yeah, a young boy on YouTube was like had a skateboard, had like a lo-fi <laughs> hip-hop track with like big his glasses, yeah. Thing. And glasses. Now, like, yeah. yeah, you're not doing a daily vlog that's anywhere near Casey's level. And then there was like <laughs> right, um, yeah. a lot of beauty creators with like you know, hey guys, and today I'm trying on this, this, and it's like yeah, that it's, that, that's really mm -hmm. limited. And probably the big one that's right, yeah. is like people mm -hmm. are trying to be trying to be you know like big fan of the show like jimmy like mr beast like love you like you know i know he listens to every episode but everyone's trying to be like him right <laughs> like but even there's like big people who are kind of following yeah. him's footsteps like Arak and ryan tran and like there's like a then there's a whole generation of young dudes following that path it's like the ones that stand yeah. out are the ones that right yeah do that if they want to do that rad but they have other influences. Hey, just a quick interruption. We have the Creator Generation Discord community. Join your fellow creators from all over the world. We are here to help you grow, thrive, succeed, help each other be accountable and get it done. So hit the link, join us in the Discord. I look forward to seeing you there. What about, okay, let's talk your content though. Like, how do you, how do you, like, yeah. the specifics, like, we got broad, but like, how do you choose what you're going to do? Um, it, it's kind of an interesting, uh, it, it really varies. So sometimes ideas will just come to me. So, uh, kind of like what we were talking about before, where I'll be like, this is a good idea for a video. No one's done it before. Yeah. So I'm going to try that. So you, you know? search, um, you, you look it up to see, has somebody done this before? If not, there's a gap for me. I will. I have a video kind of in the works now, which I'm not going to spoil, but <laughs> it's about a particular person, just kind of internet, uh, I personality. And I looked it up. Um, I just put his name into YouTube and there was like one video on him with yeah, like, right. and it, it wasn't at all like the, the thing I was going to make either. So I was like, okay, this would make a good video. Yeah. Um, same with like the Brendan Schaub one was kind of similar where I was like, no, people have talked about him, but no one's really talked about the whole community and all this weird stuff that goes mm -hmm. on around him and, and stuff like that. So I think 
like it'll be that but then also this is probably not good for good advice but i i will take it sometimes from youtube comments and i would say like most of them aren't great for giving uh ideas because a lot of them just want like you know kind of the same thing but a little bit different than what mm -hmm. you're doing but some of them will, will like um I, I had one where this guy was like check out this like reddit island story it's a really crazy story you should look into this mm -hmm. and then i looked it up and i was like oh wow this is a really deep and kind of interesting story that no one's covered before yeah, and yeah. so that was from a youtube comment so yeah or, or even like um I, i've had friends as well come to me with being like this would make a good idea for a video or even like I was going to do a video on this, but I don't think it would suit my channel. Maybe it would suit yours mm. and try and do that. Wow. Um, so it's really just kind of, unfortunately, I don't think there's one concrete answer. I think you can go many different ways in finding video topics, but as, mm. as long as I think, I, I don't think you can, you don't have to be like, I'm never, I can't, someone's made a video on this. I can't make a video on that. I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, yeah. I think, but if you should present some sort of unique perspective or, um, you know, interesting take or a different angle on it, or even show something that hasn't been shown before. Because, um, you know, I've definitely done that, especially early on. I've like made videos that were kind of in the same mold as, you know, <laughs> other people were making. And yeah. I think the more um, kind of growth and more like uh, better I felt about myself even making the videos was when I could make something that I felt was hadn't been covered before mm -hmm. or hadn't been covered in the way that. Um, I intended to cover it. So I think that those are probably the two main things is like trying to find something unique or have a unique perspective on something um, that hasn't been talked about before. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's interesting because you like you, you cover some, some topics and people with some pretty big profile and yeah. big fan bases and really passionate fan bases. Like, you know, and you, you, you know, like you don't really mix your words when you, when you like, <laughs> when you're talking about it, right? Sometimes like, you know, Reddit's most hated comedian, like, you know, we can talk about that one or like even the mukbang sort of thing with like Nikata, yeah. um, what's his name? Nikato Avocado, like yeah. his fan base, like they're, they're like, like intense, mm -hmm. like, and there's a whole, a whole sure. bunch of other, um, things like that. Like, do you get blowback from any of that? Like, does that, like their fans, do they find it? Does the, do the creators or the famous people find it like um okay well i i think like in terms of blowback um not as bad as you'd expect or i think maybe because i tune like it's very cliche to say but i i tune a lot of it out like i actively don't look up my name on reddit or <laughs> i won't look it up you know because i know if i do yeah. there's probably a good like chance that people don't really like right me. now uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i have received i think um a lot of the blowback maybe comes from I, I certainly like there have been times where I'm like, I could have framed that better or, or said that in a way that was more clear. But like yeah. a lot of the blowback comes from, I think, people who just like these people and don't yeah. aren't really open to listening to a different opinion or kind of a, a dissenting opinion and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, like I did one on uh, uh, Reddit atheism, which was. Mm -hmm. I think it was about just like this very niche old school brand of Redditor mm -hmm. that kind of associated with themselves with being this like, I am very intelligent, I'm very smart. And I, I purposely framed that video to be like, I'm not even making a commentary on atheism or religion in general. Yeah. I'm just focusing on this very specific group of people who that was their identity, you know, it was just being these really like kind of edgy and, you know, 
whatever group of people. And I think people saw that. I I saw this was actually on Reddit and this was one time I did look it up. Um, I saw people, you know, looking at, you know, posting that video and being like, this is like complete shit. Like, fuck this, you know? And, um, but like, you know, I guess it is what it is. Like, you know, people are going to, I think trying to have everyone like you is kind of a, a vain effort. Um, but I do know with the Brendan Schaub one, the most hated comedian thing, I, I do know he has watched videos about himself oh. and people on his team watch videos about him. So I'm like, maybe he Enjoy. saw it because it is one of the more popular ones about him. So I'm like, maybe he saw it. And like, I, there was a clip I saw that someone sent me of uh, Joe Rogan um, and he was on his podcast and he was talking to some guests um, and it was just a quick clip. And she was talking about like uh, some documentary, some Netflix documentary about like the most hated man on the internet yeah, or something yeah. like that. Um, and Joe Rogan says in the clip, it says something like, uh, "Oh, Brendan Schaub just you know had a sigh of relief right there that it's not about him <laughs> or something like that." I'm like, because my video was titled "The Most ha- You Know yeah, the, the Most Hated Comedian," and I was like, maybe because I know his team, Brendan Schaub's team, watches. YouTube videos about him. Like there's been cases I, I mentioned it in my video where he tried to sue a smaller YouTuber. He would like copyright strikes people talking about him or showing clips from his show. And so I was kind of like, were you not scared of making your episode? I, I actually, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I had, I, I had the, I had the video <laughs> planned out for like a very long time. I had it like set up for a really long time. And I remember like having a conversation with um, a couple people, including one of them was my dad and being like, okay, he has tried to sue a small YouTuber. Should I like put some money aside in case I have to like legally fight this? Or like, is this going to be a losing effort? Cause it's going to get the video copyright struck or whatever. And I was like genuinely like, I would say, even though that was my best performing video ever, I couldn't enjoy it because I was so worried. I was like, you know, once it hits a certain amount of views after the first, you know, couple of days, it was like, is he going to find this and try and strike this down? And even like, oh. as the video was doing re- really well, like I couldn't relax yeah. until it hit like maybe over a million. And then I was like, okay, now it's too big. I feel like if, if he were to take it down, it's like the Streisand effect kind of. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I was like pretty <laughs> fucking scared. It, it almost yeah. might be a, a good growth strategy to really poke the bear with. Yeah, um, get sued. Yeah. And be like. <laughs> Hey man, I've got 2.6 million views on your video. Let's see, like, who hates this guy? Like, have a real pile on, and just like, yeah, see if like people can and he see if he takes the bait. And um, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be. I didn't think of it like that at the time, but you know, if I could go back and kind of mentally bully myself into thinking like, you know, he's gonna or not mentally bully myself into saying he's gonna sue you, he's gonna you know ruin your YouTube, he's gonna abuse you know. I, I probably would have seen it in a better light. And I look back and I'm, I'm very happy that the video came out the way it did and did the way it did um, in terms of performance. But like at the time, yeah, I was not uh, as joyous as, you know, you would, most people would be when they had a video. I don't know why, but that's well. so comforting for some reason. <laughs> can, like, and that, that's a, a question for both of you guys. Can a YouTuber ever really enjoy uploading a new video like when when does it mine is low risk you know like does every creator still have like I, I think every creator still has that fear of like uploading don't they yeah like, yeah you know, I, i've spoken I, to some really big creators and they're like man we're just still like, like yeah no it's gonna be all right but we're still 
Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I, th- I think the bigger you get and the more like you're dealing with sponsorships and the stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think the more pressure there is yes. to kind of, and, and also the more infrequent the upload, I think like that can add stress on it. Like, um, I, I actually recently had an issue with the sponsor. I won't name it. They well, not the sponsor that sponsored the most recent video. It was another one. I, I that <laughs> just to be, sure, on the just to be sure it's I, not the latest sponsor. <laughs> no, it's not them. They've been very good to me, but I, I was dealing with one where, um, it was like, it basically delayed the whole video by two and a half weeks. Like Ooh. it was just like crazy. It was just going back and yeah. forth and they eventually came down to them like, you know, wanting to cut stuff from my video because they didn't, you know, want it and it attached to their brand and stuff uh, like that. And that was like, you know, I, 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 that kind of made me think like kind of in the same vein, what we're talking about with like having the pressure of uploading and yeah. having to deal with sponsors, having yeah. to deal with more professional side of things. It's like that stuff. I think if you focus on it too much can kind of suck the enjoyment yeah. out of it sometimes. And I definitely found that recently. I was like, kind of stressed about this whole sponsor thing. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, they were trying to, you know, just kind of do certain things with the video that I wasn't Mm -hmm. comfortable with. And that was kind of like, like, what am I doing? Like, should I just post this without it? You know, because I think, you know, if you can keep it to, you know, what makes it fun, keep it, you know, understand what makes it fun and stay with that. I think you you won't, um, it'll decrease the anxiety around uploading or even creating videos. Cause I do get that too, where it's like, I'm worried because oh, I haven't posted in so long. Like, mm-hmm. is this video going to flop and get like, you know, 10 K views as opposed to like my usual. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like to say like, you know, 10 K views is really good. I think if you're, you know, a smaller channel, yeah. but I think, you know, obviously it's relative to cool. what you're used to and what you're pulling in. So I think, um, yeah, I definitely get that anxiety, but once I hit, I would say a certain threshold with the video and I'm like, okay, it's, it's doing, to my expectations, mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know, as long as it hit, I'll, I'll like set a number in my head, which is probably not the best thing. Cause then if it doesn't hit it, I don't know what I'm going to do, but like I'll set a certain number in my head and then I'm like, okay, if it hits that it's good. Uh, and then I can kind of coast after that and just enjoy it. But I, I do definitely have that upload anxiety sometimes, um, especially like mm-hmm. now that I'm in Australia, like you know, uploading at one or two in the morning <laughs> and then just staying up for like, I, I'm like the last I uploaded on Saturday and I was like, uh, just like constantly re- like waking up every half hour and like refreshing my YouTube studio and being like, how's the video doing? You know, not like, even though it doesn't Healthy. really matter, it's still like, yeah, it definitely. And then it just ruined my next day. Um, <laughs> well, and that's like, <laughs> but it's doing yeah, all right. Yeah. When, when nothing but a, a segue show and sometimes my segues are shocking and sometimes they're better this is a good segue because what do you, you got you are in australia right and clearly yes. your accent is not australian you're from you're from, <laughs> nah, you're from nah. yeah, you, work, you need to work on that but that's all right you've only been here a couple of weeks but you're a couple you're, you know you're from you're from canada from toronto but you you're on a you're like maybe you can explain it why you're in australia like you're in a what I'm are you doing here? yeah YouTube answer our questions like, <laughs> why am i here yeah yeah Um, i'm calling it the youtube gap year yeah so i guess basically the whole story you know i guess long story short i was supposed to go on on an exchange um for my university program uh to the netherlands and um it was just like a research exchange i was going to be in some small town i wasn't like super excited for it um even though that's you know crazy i was just kind of like yeah like you know i don't really it's cool to go to europe but i don't really like what i'm studying i'm not really enjoying it i'd rather just be doing this right now Mm -hmm. um and so i was kind of like you know after a while 
things kind of didn't come together and I was just like, okay, I've, I'm going to try doing YouTube full time for one year. Mm -hmm. I have one year left in my degree. So I'm going to try it for one year. I've deferred my degree. I can still go back and finish it uh, whenever within the next like couple of years. So it's not a big deal. But, um, I was like, I want to go, you know, try YouTube for a year. And I talked to some YouTube friends who are, you know, bigger creators and, and they were like, yeah, you're, you're doing enough numbers where, um, you know, you're, you can sustain yourself and try and really grow this and turn it into something big. And so that's what I tried to do. I was like, let's see how it goes for a year. Um, you know, and I, I want like a new setting for that. I think, cause I was getting very, uh, very burnt out, uh, working from back in Toronto because I was like, I was sleeping, uh, watching movies and working all in the same room. Oh. And I think that was like killer, you know, and it yeah. was, it was convenient cause I was like living with my, at my parents' house and I was like, cause I went to school in the city. So it was just made sense. Um, but I, I really wanted to kind of be independent and try and really bear down mm-hmm. and, and try YouTube full time. And so I was like, you know, why not Australia? I'd always wanted to kind of visit. So I was like, you know, I, I had a couple yeah. countries on my list, but I think that was my number one. And then I applied for the visa. I got it. And so, um, yeah, and that's, that, that, that's the plan now is just to try and take a year, see how it goes. And if it goes really well, then great. I, I can uh, keep doing it. And then, you know, I, I try and be really realistic about these things because I think, I mean, there's something to be said about being like, yes, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I'm going to put every, all my eggs into this basket, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just not me. I'm like, <laughs> even I could have like, you know, I think Mr. Beast numbers and I would still be like, Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I could still fall <laughs> off, you know? So um, I'm, I'm conscious of that. And like, you know, I know creators like, you know, social people who work on social media and like athletes have some of the most fragile careers there are. Um, and so I, I wanted to do this in a way where I was like doing it in a smart way and I'm not completely like burning my bridges in school. So like I finished my third year, I'm actually a little bit past my third year. So even if like hypothetically I were to, you know, this YouTube gap year would kind of work out and everything would go as I would like it to. I think I would still do maybe some part-time courses, like a course here and there just to finish my degree and be like, okay, I have it. I kind of did it. Um, but yeah, until then I'm doing this full time. This is my job now, which I've never had before. And it's very, very interesting to, yeah, it's the, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, interesting and i think just like having an, a change of scenery is definitely huge and like living in an area where like i said i have a you know a youtube friend who's like a 10 minute walk away from me and so that's like so nice to have that and like being able to go out with someone just like get a dinner and be talk about yeah. things in the sphere whereas like back home i didn't have that um and so yeah it, it's been great so far i mean it's only been a couple of weeks and i'm i'm here for um a year at least that's how long the visa is so uh we'll, we'll see how it goes like what's success like what you know like what what would you at the end of 12 months uh, would be honestly if i can maintain what i'm doing right now maintain the level i'm at now anything that or above i would consider a success so if it's at going at this current level growing at this current pace or hopefully increasing that's obviously the goal but i would consider that a success in, in what i'm doing and you know at, at the end of the day, I think it's like I'll have the experience no matter what. Mm-hmm. So even if it doesn't go how I planned or it doesn't, you know, you know, the numbers aren't adding up or whatever. I think for me, it's just having the experience and understanding like I went through this. It's something I wanted to do and I was able to do. 
um, is, is enough for me. And I'm really enjoying myself so far. I can see myself enjoying this for the, the rest of the time I'm here. And so I think like, as long as, you know, this is very cliche, but as long as you enjoy what you're doing, which I am right now, I think you'll be fine. And I think that's how I've, I've kind of seen it. Like, um, I guess that's just how I look at life in general, even like shitty times, I think make funny stories kind of thing. You know, you're a like, really level-headed, you know. strategic person. I feel like everything you've said about your whole journey, like even your approach to YouTube, your approach to your gap year, everything is like so thought out and balanced. I <laughs> do not have that. <laughs> I just like jump in. I'm like, I'll just do YouTube, but if it doesn't work, I'll just I don't know, do whatever. I'll work at the pool shop or something. <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said about that too. Like having a little bit of chaos there. Like definitely, I think like because like I look back on some of the the decisions I've made, uh, not just in regards to YouTube, but in general. And like, I think sometimes the most spontaneous decisions I've made have been the best. Like this was very spontaneous. Like, I mean, the whole story with the, the exchange and whatnot, the, the part I didn't mention was like, I had finished all the paperwork, everything was done. And then I had one thing that was messed up and I had to go and they let me know at the last second. They're like, Hey, by the way, you know, this course is not transferable, whatever. And I was like, okay, I got to get this all signed off again and redo it. And I sent it back to them and they're like, oh, no, that's not good enough. You're going to have to redo like basically the entire oh, process. Man. And I was just like, you know, instead of like getting mad, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Australia. Yeah. Like, fuck this yeah. kind of. Like, and I, I, I called my friend uh, at that time and I was like, man, like, I just need someone to talk to. This is what I'm doing right now. It, it wasn't... It, it was very weird because like I should have been very upset, but I wasn't because I was kind of like in the back of my head. I was like, I know that's what I want to do. Yeah. I know that's what's going to make me happy. And like I had a similar thing where I um I did that where I took a gap year off of um, I did like one year university years ago, took a gap year off and then just went traveling with my friend. And that was the same thing where we, we went to South America and just backpacked for a while. And it was like the same thing where I was like, we were just like, yeah, like why not? Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Like exactly. we're, we're, we don't have any real responsibility right now. Um, so we may as well just kind of make the most of it. And I think that's what I'm trying to do now it was like, I knew this was something I wanted to do, but it was just like something was holding me back. Yeah. And I think that was kind of just playing it safe. But I think, you know, there's a, there's a place between like playing it safe and never taking any risk ever. And then being yeah. reckless, you know? And I think okay. I try and find that, Sweet spot. space as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Sweet we spot. haven't talked about it yet, but I'm really curious about the decision to create your videos faceless. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. my, my face is front and center, straight narcissistic vibes. Um, for you, you're lurking in the background. <laughs> straight insecure vibes. Uh, no. <laughs> That's so funny. Is that really what um, it is? No, well, maybe a little bit. Um, I, I still am not like, uh, it's gotten better, but I'm still not super comfortable on camera. I feel like when I watch myself on video, I, I look like someone with like a, like some sort of panic disorder or something, you know, like I look, I'm looking at someone who has like, you know, I don't know, but, but like, I think it originally started because, um, I, I was almost like ashamed to be making videos and like, I didn't want people in my real life to find out right. who I was. And, um, and so that was how it started. And then it just kind of, especially cause I was getting like, you know, no traction at all. So I couldn't yeah. be like, Oh, well, at least it's doing well, you know? Yeah. So it was just more of like, uh, okay, like I'm going to just do this because I want to keep it anonymous mm -hmm. and talk about, I want to be authentically myself. That's kind of the way I thought about it. It was yeah. like, I know if I'm showing my face and my name is public and whatnot, 
uh, especially at the time, I'm going to hold back a bit. Whereas I knew if I was like completely anonymous, I could just do what I wanted and I would not have to face judgment in real life um, from people I knew. And then, yeah, yeah. And and that kind of turned into, that kind of turned into like, um, just like that became just kind of the brand that became the style. Um, But I, I think it is hard to maintain that kind of personality that people know you for while not showing your face. And I think that is something that can be challenging. And some people are really good at it. Um, I think some people can really pull it off. But for myself, that's something I kind of struggled with. Mm-hmm. And I've toyed with putting my face in videos, um, kind of just sparingly here and there. Like I'll throw it in for like an ad read or something now, yeah. or like throw it in for just like a bit. But like, I think going forward, especially like I have some projects in the future that are going to be a lot longer and and length and a lot larger in scope mm-hmm. i think that would significantly help the video if i could put myself in that and kind of slowly make that transition so uh i, I don't want to say for sure now that that's something i'm definitely going to do in like the next couple of videos but yeah. um down the line it's something i'm definitely looking at um but i, I want to do that while keeping the same style yeah, of totally. editing that i'm using right now you know? Wow, that's so interesting. I would love to experience that freedom. I think one of the things <laughs> I struggle with on my platform is the criticism. Like it's criticism and like if if I dress up nice and I look nice, then men will comment on it. Men. That's right, men. I'm calling you out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's men saying you're Definitely. you're a diva, you're a you're a floozy, you're a dumb blonde, whatever it is. And it's so critical. And then um, I don't know, I would just love to experience that kind of anonymity and be able to put videos out there and not have that physical critique back at you, you know, have it be about the content, not about you as a person. That must be so liberating. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, the worst I would get is like, uh, you know, you sound like the guy from Parks and Rec, which I've never seen Parks and Rec, but that, I got that a couple times. Like you sound like the guy, I think his name is Ron. They got the mustache. Yeah, Ron, I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of people being like, you sound, <laughs> being like, you sound like him. And then I, when I did show my face, um, I, I, I did not deal with it. I, I would assume not even close to the same level as someone like yourself, but like, um, the first video I showed my face, people were just like, Oh, I thought you'd be a little fatter oh, or no. something like that. And I was like, okay. Oh, like, man. you know, I, what I guess like, that's a compliment, yeah. but also like, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, I, I obviously can't like speak too much to that, but it definitely helped in the early stages. Yeah. Um, I, being able to remain anonymous yeah. and like understanding, um, I can just be myself and I don't have to worry about like, um, judgment from people in my personal life or people who may know me, but also people from online. Like it's just one thing you're kind of eliminating. Like, you know, people are going to judge you no matter what, because it's the internet. But at the same time, like, um, for me, at least when I was starting to make myself comfortable online, because like I said, like I was, I didn't like hearing my own voice when I first started. You were hiding from your parents when you first started. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I think that, that just helped me when I started was minimizing that, um, insecurity and minimizing like what I could, uh, be insecure about, even though maybe that's not the best way to look at it. I think like, um, for me, it helped just like, uh, you know, instead of having that willpower to not read the comments, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, why don't I just not use any willpower and not have to worry about that? I guess subconsciously I was thinking about that, about it like that. 
Absolutely. Well, it worked for you. I mean, look at the success you've had in such a short amount of time. Thank Go you. for it. Trust your instincts. And you've just moved <laughs> to the right country. Yeah, welcome. I've, as I've been told by the people here. <laughs> no, I really like it so far. Australia has been great. I do really enjoy it. I think you'll fit in just uh, fine. Um, <laughs> hey, we're running out of time. I want to hit you with one last thing. Like, You've got on this crazy two-year-ish ride. Like, There's a whole bunch of people who want to f- probably follow in your footsteps and then like mm. trample over the top of you. To the top, but um, like, do you have advice for people coming up through the like coming aspiring creators who'd be like, man, I want to take a gap year and be a full time creator, or I just want to go full time and quit my coffee yeah. job or whatever? Like, yeah. What, yeah, what's like, what's the thing that actually shifts the needle that you think that would help them? Yeah, I guess like apart from the stuff I mentioned today, I think it's really simple, but I think just being able to have the confidence to go for it because I think a lot of people who want to do YouTube or you know, are maybe hesitant are, you know, they'll either not upload or they'll be very critical of, you know, themselves and what they can and can't upload. I think having that confidence to just put yourself out there, one, to make the things you want to make that you're passionate about and two, having the confidence to actually like consistently make that, um, obviously like, you know, some people money is a factor. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're working part-time, I think you could still upload YouTube videos for sure. But, um, like, I think most people who want to take that extra step, who have the ability to, are hesitant for whatever reason. And and a lot of that is valid, but I think Mm -hmm. if you can overcome that and just say, I am going to do this. And, you know, the only person who can kind of get in my way is getting in my way is me and understand Mm -hmm. that. I think that's um, very valuable. And I think for me, it's like, obviously, you know, don't be reckless about it and don't like, (laughs) you know, do anything very rash. But I think, you know, having the confidence in yourself to understand that you are able to do it. Cause the way I see it is like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. That's the way I understood it because you know, I, I didn't really, you know, have much going for me before I was doing YouTube. I was just like university student working some shitty minimum wage job. And then like, you know, if I could kind of take that and turn that and this into something, I think most people can. And I think, um, kind of studying, like kind of what I said earlier, like studying what makes certain people successful and putting that into your own formula is so valuable. And it's such basic advice, but it, you'd be surprised how many people just disregard it, you know? So yeah, I I hope that's a quaint answer. That was a bit all over the place. No, it was such a good answer. So relatable and achievable as well. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, just start with a million dollars and then just do all this. It's like, no, you can do it with a level-headed approach, you know, be part of a community, be smart, learn, look around. Yeah. I think everything you said was so inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't need expensive gear either. I I started with a shitty MacBook Pro, some, I don't know what year it was. I would record, like I said, I would put my shirt over my mouth and record like that in my phone. Like, and it, I, I saw some growth like that. You gotta do so I don't, yeah, like, I don't think you need the, the most expensive gear or the, you know, the most whatever to, to have success. Yeah. Boom. I love it. I can't, I can't say anything that's going to make it better. So I'll just wrap this I up. <laughs> Ghost gum. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, looking no, forward to see how the, uh, the gap year, the YouTube gap year. Yeah, progresses onwards and upwards maybe we'll do a follow-up we'll do a follow-up yeah. at the end of the Over year please palmer and a, a pint in a in a pub oh <laughs> you read my mind <laughs> awesome he's assimilated yes <laughs> <That's right. laughs> awesome thanks mate we'll chat to you soon 
Thanks.